Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. today with my sunglasses on my head instead of my regular glasses on my head. I feel like that's the sign of being a deranged lunatic. <laughs> Live! That's, yes? <laughs> interesting theory. Live from Studio C. C, senor lunatic. Well, how am I going to read with my sunglasses? That's not going to help anything. Dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. Hey, everybody, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Larry Summers. Who's that? Economist, uh, former president of Harvard University, a moderate Democrat fellow. He's making productions, uh, predictions rather, that will deny you your slumber tonight. Oh, boy, I don't want to hear that. Oh, my slumber. Where has it gone? I don't want to be denied slumber over no. the economic situation. Yikes. Oh, he's described what it will take Big to cool Michael, off the economy on, sufficiently. Hey, 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 yes, yes, the show has begun. What were you saying? Uh, He's made predictions as to uh, what sort of choke on the economy we must administer to calm inflation down, what it will look like. And it's um, uh, somewhat worrisome. This time of year, you co, of course, you talk to Larry Summers about the economy. Six from months around, we'll ask Edgar Winters, I guess. That's the way you do it. But 
They're going to talk to Fed Chairman Jerome Powell today. He's in front of the Banking Finance Committee, which normally would be a snoozer and nobody would pay any attention to, but I notice all the news is uh, focusing on this particular hearing as a... Like, what the... Why is there inflation? Why haven't you done anything about it? Well, there's all, there's all kind of cycles to the thing, and it just it, it happened, and I, I couldn't slow it down. Neither could you. Neither could anybody else. And when, what? <laughs> That's what he should say. <laughs> but there's a know. pandemic, and we spend way too much money, and now there's no supply. I don't know. And every once in a while, it happens, and the whole world's got it. And what do you want me to do? Yeesh. Yeesh is right. Yeah. So, um, uh, these are the days of yeesh. Yeah. So the spicy times. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, I don't know about losing sleep, but I did hear some forecaster talk about it being around for years. And for whatever reason, I've got this odd. Like I just keep thinking, oh, this is just you know, it's just today. It'll be it'll be back to normal. I've been thinking this now for so many years. It'll be back to normal here. Like next month, things will be back to normal. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, each side will stop thinking the other side is evil, and uh, and and economic thing will be fine. And there's, but there's no reason to think that the inflation is going away anytime soon, according to all the experts. Well, I will point out a couple of things. Number one, the most dire of predictions get the most attention because they're the most exciting. They they make the most most clickbait. That's not to say they're wrong because sometimes they're right. Um, and and the second thing is, and this is a critical critical point. I can't remember what point I had. Well, you remember, if you've ever looked at the, I'll let you think of it. If you ever look at the chart of inflation, you know, so every time we get these bad inflation numbers, you hear that it's the worst in 40 years. Well, it goes back to 81. And you look at that chart, and it was on the downside there after several years from the mid-70s on. So you got like five, six years in there where inflation was pretty damn high. It can last a while, depending on you know yeah. what's going on in the world. Yeah, I sure hope it doesn't put oh, you right. Oh, no, I remember ki- what no I was kidding. Say. No kidding. Yeah, if you if you if you had a crystal ball and somebody sat you down, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Five five years of this. Twenty twenty seven is when things start to oh my god. Oof. So what I was gonna say is you remember all those jokes in twenty twenty about how bad twenty twenty was? And oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. so glad yeah. it's twenty twenty one. And then twenty twenty one make made twenty twenty look like twenty nineteen. Well, how you like in 2022 so far, That's, folks? At least people aren't dying yeah. in droves from the, the, the Chairman Xi's bat fever. Yeah, right. I remember that. 2020 was a sucky year. We were all so happy to turn the calendar. More people died in the pandemic in 21 and in 20. Uh, that's not going to be true for 22, obviously. But the economic stuff is certainly going to be worse. And, uh, and I, I retract what I said a little bit ago because actually... Uh, it would be great if we did have a crystal ball and knew that inflation was going to last for five years, and a person should probably live their life as if it's going to. Because if it's not, you can always you can always adjust by spending more money. I don't know about you, but I find it easy to go out and spend money and get caught back up. But uh, <laughs> if if inflation going to be around for five years, there's a, there's a I should look at a number of things differently. Nobody eating. has a crystal ball, Jack, because they're too expensive these days. Oh, come on now. Traveling, eating decisions, uh, you know, all kinds of different uh, unnecessary uh, buying purchases just, you know, look differently. Of course, that's how you end up in a recession is everybody pulls back at the same time. Yeah. But what are you supposed to do? I'm going to help the economy by spending money I don't have or won't have soon. Well, at least we have brave and wise leadership at the helm. <laughs> yeah. Pull that bad and care. Yeah. I don't know. 
Nobody, nobody wants to listen to this radio show. I don't know why no. we even do it. Hell, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't even know why we do it. We'd probably be better off without it. Maybe we should just, uh, we could go music. I don't think it's in our contract, actually, that says we have to talk. We have to put wow. on a show that gets certain ratings or we could lose our right. job. We don't know that playing country hits wouldn't do us more good. So maybe, well, yeah. maybe we should try that I mean, for a while. We could just sit around strumming our guitars, for that matter, or singing sound effects, or whatever. <laughs> Start doing dog training shows? <laughs> just help people train dogs? Yeah, we have no... Despite some of the texts and emails we get, we have no limits on the things we can talk about. Well, you know, so tomorrow I'll it bring could in be my argued dog. that karma-wise, we'd be better off doing that. I mean, I'll bring in my dog tomorrow, dog. and we'll work on getting him to sit. Uh, let's get the show started officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. And this Wednesday, June 22nd, the year 2022, we are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, Lynn, let's leap into action according to FCC rules and regulations at Mark. There's going to be another pandemic. What now? Oh, that's just uh, out of context. I was wanting to use that for a drop from now on and whenever we're talking about Joe Biden. I just think it's kind of funny if he's saying that. Go There's going to be another pandemic. <laughs> he's asking for billions and billions of dollars, you see, for uh, preparing for the next pandemic, which might be 100 years away. But didn't, oh, didn't we? Did, uh, didn't she already? What? I, I don't know how they were moving the money around, but what about the trillions of dollars because of the pandemic that we needed because of the pandemic? Where'd all that money go? Can't you use that for the next pandemic? Anyway. Speaking of inflation. Yeah, the January 6th hearings yesterday had a lot of testimony from a whole lot of people that got a whole lot of pressure to try to do the wrong thing. And they all held steady, which I find quite amazing. Uh, I, You know, if you want to look for... Good news about our culture and our political culture. You had a whole bunch of Republicans, some of them Trump Republicans. But when it came down to it, being pressured by the big man himself said, ah, boy, you haven't shown me the evidence. I can't do that. I just can't do that. Which is sort really of against the law. And I'm going to follow the law. I have I took an oath and I meant it. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, some of them had fairly dire consequences of being terrorized in their homes and you know, the constant death threats, rifle-toting lunatics barking at them that they were treasonous and the penalty for treason is death. It was all right. freaking ugly. Yeah. Yeah, in some cases, you know, you you volunteered or you got a low-paying job to be at, uh, to, to work elections and you've been doing it for years and it's just like the most uneventful thing you could possibly imagine. Then all of a sudden, on the national stage, people are throwing around your name and you're getting death threats. That would be pretty shocking. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so we got some of that testimony we can play for, and a bunch of other things. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's quite nice. A uh, little this, little that. People's experiences at the airport, not good. I was playing. We were playing a game yesterday in the living room. Me and the boys are throwing around the ball. You know those kind of games that you you make up. So yeah, you could only do it. You only could throw it and catch it with one hand. How many can you do in a row? That sort of thing. Sure. We're actually sitting on your couch that you gave me. That's another thing that's in Joe and I's contract. If either one of us wear out furniture, the other one has to take it. So I'm sitting on Joe's old couch, and we're playing this game with the ball. And it comes to me, and I jam my finger so hard. Jamming a finger is one of the more painful things that can happen. You ever do that where the ball hits you right on the end? Oh, yeah. It just, I haven't well, done that in ages. Oh, I hadn't either. But it hurts so bad at the time, I didn't want to look down because I was afraid it was going to be pointing a funny direction. <laughs> I mean, it made a crack, and it just was just like, ah, oh, my God. 
God. And it's in a normal place, but it is quite swollen today. But man, that was painful. Ouch. The uh, finger jamage. I haven't had done that since like middle school basketball. Yeah. I recall yeah. it. Oh, that's right. I used to play uh, baseball. You call it. Uh, I'm sorry, a softball. Uh, what's it called? Slow pitch softball with the big softball. Mm. It's big in the Midwest. Nobody plays it except in the Midwest. Um, and you play barehanded. And occasionally right. you'd get a good jam. And oh man, that send you howling like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got more on the way, and you can join in on the text line anytime you want. Four one five two nine five KFTC. Late in the Armstrong and Getty show yesterday, Texas held that press conference where they announced the latest findings in the response to the Uvalde shooting, and it was just horrible. I mean, it, it's, it's even worse than we thought it was before, even more lying going on than we even thought before, even less willingness to confront a shooter than we thought before, just awful. We'll play you some of that coming up. God dang it. That's a rough one. Yeah, I would say it's it's terrible. It's terrible and depressing and just you know, goes uh, goes to show how little trust you can place in some authorities. I mean, that's why there always 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 must be transparency and accountability. Just always. You can't get a more important issue this than this one and you still got apparently quite a few government officials that are wearing to lie. To save their own reputation, job, whatever. Yeah, human nature doesn't change. The founding papas knew this, which is why they designed the system they did. Anyway, your freedom-loving quote of the day comes from an ironic source in a way. The quote is, liberty has never come from government. Liberty has always come from the subjects of it. The history of liberty is a history of limitations of governmental power, not the increase of it. That's from Woodrow Wilson. Hmm who is really an awful person in a lot of ways and, and a racist, uh, among other things. But uh, he's right about that. He's absolutely right about that. Liberty comes from the people, has uh, comes from the subjects of it. Fight to hold on to it. Mailbag. Woohoo! You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Again, that's mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. First note of the day from Joel with an L at the end. You don't see many Joels these days. Not enough. We need more Joels. <laughs> Clearly, there's a Joel shortage. Uh, Joel was commenting on this clip uh, that we featured from uh, the, the president uh, offering his condolences rather clumsily at a, a gathering. And by the way, my sympathies to your the family of your, F, uh, uh, your, your CFO. Who uh, un- dropped dead very unexpectedly. My best to their family. It's tough stuff. <laughs> who dropped <Joel>? dead? <laughs> Joel points out that while that was insensitive, Trump would have said, I prefer CFOs that don't drop dead. <laughs> Pretty funny. Uh, let's see. On the topic of gas taxes, etc. This is from uh, Tom the Californian. Pretty, pretty Gavin Newsom, which uh, that's what I used to call him for years and years. Pretty, pretty Gavin Newsom. But uh, women responded en masse saying, he's not pretty, he's creepy. Guys don't always know which other guys are attractive to women. Not always. And that that would be an example. 
And then there's some guys that like are dream boats. Most women are gone like, really? A guy just looks like an average guy to me. But uh, what do I know? Well, not only that, but uh, one of the things I learned from that uh, blast of emails at the time when we discussed it was that creepiness exists outside of handsomeness or lack of handsomeness. There is just you can be good looking and creepy. Mm. What the hell is going on? The one thing you must not be, Gavi, is creepy. Uh, but Gavi is creepy. Anyway, uh, back uh, we're to the all topic. human. We all fall short sometimes <laughs> in terms of creepiness. We had a creepy dinner. <laughs> oh, we're never going to finish this email. Uh, pretty, pretty Gavin Newsom will stop the coming gas tax hike in California, then immediately announce he is cutting gas taxes for hardworking Californians. This way, the state does not really lose any money, and he can spend all the surplus to buy the Russian oligarchs yachts that he can tie up to piers and use them as homeless shelters. Side benefit of this plan, the poop can go straight into the bay without first having to travel down the street. <laughs> wow. Tom, I don't think you're a member of Gavin's cabinet. I'm, I'm not sure your your policy predictions carry the weight of uh, of authority. Moving along. Uh, Chris in North Idaho writes, uh, Guys, I'm not a wordsmith. I'm a simple mechanic, but love your libertarian views. In my view, everything we're seeing with the economy right now is almost exactly out of Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand. From trying to nationalize the oil to the airlines to where have all the workers gone, it's ever clear that Atlas has indeed shrugged. Mm, interesting. I may have to. I've never read that whole book. I haven't either. I gave it an attempt years and years and years ago, and I don't know. Very long. It is very long. Who has the time? Uh, TLDR. Work, oh, on the worker shortage, uh, Ray points out, it doesn't really apply to fast workers, guys, but the retirement age was lowered during the pandemic so that older workers could retire and draw benefits, right. and younger workers would stay employed. Older workers aren't really unemployed since they retired. Uh, that's why the rate's so low, but they left the workforce prematurely. Yeah, I remember that uh, because they didn't want to fire people, and they're cutting back. Nobody was flying and all that sort of stuff. They cut back on that. Uh, yeah. Seemed well, like he's talking idea. about a change in government benefits, I think. Seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah. Well, and it may have been the proper you know, response at the time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in the same way that some medicines have terrible side effects, uh, we're seeing some side effects. Uh, and then this from Bill, who is traveling. My airport story. How much time do I have, Michael? We all only have this moment. Mm, that's a good point. Uh, so I uh, sat on the tarmac in Montreal for three hours. The reason for the delay, an alarm went off on the airport door. As they tried fixing the alarm, the ground crew left. Wait a minute, what? And <laughs> by the time we boarded the plane, it didn't have enough fuel. So we thought, sat there for three hours waiting to get additional fuel. Not wanting to be stuck in the airport that night, I asked the pilot if I could get off and try to get on a flight that would get me within driving distance of home. No go on that, since I'd checked my bag, and the FAA won't let a bag fly without its owner. Oh, whatever. I asked the pilot how the plane could not have enough fuel while it was sitting there with only the generator running. He said they gave him exactly enough fuel for the trip and not a drop more, so any delay would mean he didn't have enough. Oh, uh, I wonder if that's due to fuel prices, blah, blah, blah. Eventually made it to my first connection. Next flight in Denver was delayed, which would have meant I would have missed my final leg. Uh, so I had the choice of being stuck in Philadelphia or Denver. Never having been to Philadelphia, I decided to be stuck there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you got a story about recent travel, like in the last few days of getting stuck, I wouldn't mind hearing it. Text line 415-295-KFTC. We'll talk about the economy a little bit coming up. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. My best guess is that a recession is ahead. And I think that that view, which was not a common view a couple months ago, yeah. is now the view of a number of statistical models and the view of a range of uh, forecasters. And I think will increasingly become a consensus view. Hooray! <laughs> Why don't you mind your own business, okay, old man? Well, we got more on that. Um, and then I want to get to the press conference that they had yesterday in Texas where they released a bunch of new information that makes things even worse. Hey, the door wasn't locked, turns out. There were eight agencies there. They weren't just outside. They were in the hallway, just a couple classrooms down for an hour. They did have the shields and the guns. Oh, lots of lies that we've been hearing now for several Gosh, weeks. practically, did it actually happen in Uvalde, Texas? And, Why don't we yeah, start there since yeah. every other single, every single other fact has been a lie? Gee, many. 
All right, so the reason we played uh, former Treasury Secretary Lawrence Summers, uh, who got railroaded out of Harvard University for speaking a simple truth, in kind of a preview of what was to come on universities in the years to come, it occurs to me. Anyway, he was given a speech in London, and he said the U.S. job, to get hold of inflation, the U.S. jobless rate would need to rise above 5% for a sustained period in order to curb inflation. We need five years of unemployment above 5% to contain inflation, he said. In other words, we need two years of 7.5% unemployment or five years of 6% unemployment or one year of 10% unemployment. These are numbers that are remarkably discouraging relative to the Fed Reserve view. Yeah. So he's got a bit of a sliding scale there, but I, I, come on now, do the math. If uh, it's, it's five years of 6%, or one year of 10%, how about we go with like two weeks of 100% unemployment? I'll see on the golf course. We'll get back to work in July, and everything's settled. I have to assume there's a limit to that theory. That a couple of weeks of 100% unemployment wouldn't wouldn't fix things, but it'd be cool if it did. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that sort of thing, I just read this study. Well, I'm not going to dwell on it, but it's it's almost bitterly hilarious. The American Rescue Plan was the what President Biden called his multi-trillion dollar bailout thingy, keeping in mind that Trump, uh, the Trump administration also infused a tremendous amount of cash uh, to try to save us from the ravage of the pandemic, economically speaking. Uh, and by most measures, the American Rescue Plan um, didn't do what it was supposed to do and worsened inflation. Um, but they took a look at one specific part of it, and that was an, an astonishing, as they say, $350 billion to bail out state and local governments. The thinking being uh, state and local governments would be so cash-strapped from the pandemic, they would have to lay off frontline emergency responders and that sort of thing. And so uh, an astonishing $350 billion, which is $2,400 per federal taxpayer, was laid on state and local governments to prevent that from happening. And it never did happen, but a, a new study by this uh, accounting firm estimates estimates that the program spent roughly $855,000 for every one year of employment it preserved. So the Fed spent nearly a million bucks for every job they protected for the year, wow. most of which pay between forty dollars and $120,000 a year. Wow! That's something. Instead of just, and where the hell did the rest of the money go? I mean, right. who got that? What are they doing oh, with this, it? This will, well, it will, a lot of it will never be unwound. And, uh, and, and then a big, ch- a big chunk of all that money, the trillions of dollars won't be unwound for years. And by that time, nobody will pay any attention where it went, how it got spent. Did it do any good? Oh, man. It, it just became history's most mind bogglingly enormous slush fund. Right. And whatever you spend it on, whatever, you just say, yeah, COVID, you know. So, craziness. That's a troubling story. (laughs) Here's a nice story. I'd forgotten that a Russian journalist named Dmitry Muratov won the Nobel Peace Prize last year. Anyway, he sold his medal yesterday. For $103.5 million, which he donated to help Ukrainian child refugees. That's a nice thing to do. Well, it's an amazing thing to do. I just, uh, I'm sorry, I'm hung up on 
Who the heck would pay $103 million for that? Somebody, I'm guessing, that knew what he was going to do with the money. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. I think they worked hand in hand on that, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's Um, amazing. uh, I was watching some of the um, news with the refugee situation out of Ukraine, and man, the not enough credit being given to Poland and other countries around there that taken all these refugees. I mean, just really incredible, uh, especially given the fact that you got countries like France who are talking a lot and doing very, very little. But uh, just the uh, so many things for so many people, so unsettled, not just the people in Ukraine, but, you know, obviously you take in a whole family of people from another country into your home all of a sudden. Uh, that's pretty disrupting for you. Not as dangerous as being in Ukraine, but a pretty disrupting thing in your life also. Well, and more and more over time, I was just reading about that, too. A lot of the folks who took other folks in are starting to think, okay, um, this can't go on forever. Right. This yeah. was a temporary deal. Sure, sure. Yeah. You know, Even family members. As big-hearted as you want to be, you, 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 you'd you say, well, okay, it's been, a, it's been like four months now. Is there, is there a plan for what where this family is going to go? Because I'm willing to help out here, but... Yeah, what a it's deal. rough. What a deal. Well, and on the battlefield, I mean, obviously that's grim, but uh, some of those new better weapon systems are making their way to Ukraine and they're they're making hay with them, but whether it'll turn the tide in any significant way or just uh, raise the costs uh, for the Russians uh, over the long term to the point that they don't grab quite as much land um is unclear, but it's probably the latter. And, and you know, if I'm a Ukrainian and proud Ukrainian and I don't want a foreign power invading and taking my country, maybe that's enough. But uh, there's no cheery ending here, unfortunately. Um, one more thing I'll jam in before we take a break. Uh, did you see this story? George Michael. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. You know George Michael they from don't. Wham? Sciences confirm that. That's correct. The careless whisper of a close friend. Uh, George Michael was addicted to the date rape drug. In the latter years of his life. <sighs> Who knew that was a thing? GBH, stuff that Cosby was using. Uh, fueled his sexual compulsiveness, and it helped him with his depression and self-loathing, and the fact that he made him feel more attractive. It was one of the biggest wow. sex symbols in the of the last half century. Addicted to the date rape drug. Wow, man, oh man, that take the edge off of the, after a long day of being stressed out about your appearance, I guess. You'd think so. Wow. How how crazy. He was one of the prettiest men who yep. ever walked the planet. Right. D- wasn't he? I feel like we used to talk about this back in the day. Didn't Wasn't he cruising the parks with a mattress in the back of his van? Yes. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. That's not a good ending there. At one point, yeah, looking for the temporary companionship of a fellow fellow. Yes. The temporary companionship. <laughs> <laughs> very grubby very grubby someone but to just while away the minutes of a of an eve with <laughs> feel the closeness of another human being exactly. in this crazy detached world exactly commiserate over the human situation that's what they were doing <laughs> on a mattress in the back of a van anonymous high off the date rape drug on purpose oh boy yeah that's not a good ending try to so that'd be my message for the day Try to avoid that ending. Try to avoid having your life end up like that. Yes, Michael. Once again, there's never a good story that involves a van. <laughs> yeah, my kids. Are, very few. I don't know 
know where my kids heard this. Did they? Uh, who, who told them this story anyway? But they got a big thing for pointing out windowless white vans. <laughs> There's one over there, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Creepy. Sus. Everything's sus for them. That's sus. As uh, in suspect or? Yeah, that's what the kids say like a hundred times huh. a day. That's sus. You look kind of sus. That sounds sus. Wow. Um, uh, the reality out of Uvalde, which is worse than we even thought it was. Maybe we'll kick off hour two with that because we need to separate the misery during the show today so as not to depress you and have you have to turn to, to, to drugs to try to get through the day. We don't want that. So we'll, we'll try to get other stuff. Got some of the uh, stories of what it's like to fly these days. I'm going to fly next week and I'm not looking forward to it. You know, getting back to the George Michael thing for a second, I think if you're going to take a lesson from that, uh, quite apart from the van and the mattress and the parks and the rest of it, is that you have to work on yourself um, if you're unhappy. You have to get to the root of it best you can with whatever tools or people are available to you. Because being rich Mm. and famous and celebrated and incredibly handsome didn't solve it for him. That's an excellent point. I didn't know where you're going with that, but that is an excellent point. Yeah. Well, and some people decide, hey, if I was the other sex, I'd be happy. Mm. There let's, are, let's try to find the root cause. There are plenty of examples out there of people who, uh, by all uh, modern indications, have it all and uh, seem to be unhappy to the point of dying over it. Which is, yeah, worth remembering. Make your situation better, perhaps. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like... 
How much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. That's right, today is the summer solstice, which means it's the longest day of the year. Starting today, kids under five can start getting COVID vaccines, so President Biden visited a clinic that was giving them out. Yeah, after a few minutes of listening to Biden, the kids were like, wow, this really is the longest day of the year. <laughs> but this was sweet. At one point, a five-year-old offered Joe Biden training wheels for his bike. I thought that was some of the nice. True and international over to pressure. The I, crowd <laughs> shouts in outrage. <laughs> I, took it, I took in a number of my favorite podcasts, uh, and uh, a lot of people I really think trying to make way too much out of Biden tipping over on his bicycle. I think he's old and incompetent at this point and shouldn't probably be president of the United States, but I don't think the tipping over on his bike is a thing. I just, I just don't. No, I'm, I'm mystified why anybody would still be talking about that. Honestly. <laughs> Um, this doesn't help anything. 1,300 Southwest Airlines pilots protest inadequate pay and long hours at a Texas airport, saying they're overworked and understaffed by the airline company. So, um, hmm, that doesn't help anything. I'm still asking for texts. We got a few coming in. I'll gather them together and do a segment maybe later in the show of your uh, misery of flying, because I think it's going to be that way all summer long for all of us. I'm flying this coming weekend. A chance for my kids to see grandma and grandpa and both their uncles and cousins and all that sort of stuff. And I have very low expectations that the flights are going to happen on time or at all. So, Well, you know, the vast majority actually go fine. Uh, it doesn't take many to really screw up the system, but right. most of them go fine. And, you know, Judy and I were having this very conversation last evening because we're doing some flying and our kids are flying us. Uh, worrying about it don't do any good. No, 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 no. No, but, well, yeah, but you can come up with a plan. So what is my plan going to be if they cancel this flight? Fight a stewardess, I assume. Yeah. Stowaway is my plan, of course. The kids can fit in luggage. I'll have to get into the wheel well. Well, good luck with that, old mm-hmm. man. Um... Uh, former naval guy, undersecretary of something in the Navy with an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal today, how to stop Russia's plan for global food chaos. This is a bold move. Could be where we're headed, though. I think President Zelensky would be happy with this. About 25 million tons of grain sit in Ukrainian silos blockaded by Russian ships as we speak. By disrupting global food and energy supplies, the Kremlin is seeking to spark multiple international crises, forcing the West to pressure Ukraine into negotiations. You think that would happen? You think that's going to happen? You think the West is going to pressure Ukraine to capitulate on some level because of the grain? I just find that hard to believe. But that's what this guy thinks. Yeah, I'm thinking it through. I don't think it would go in that direction, pressuring Ukraine to give up. I don't think so either. The U.S. should spoil Russia's strategy by establishing a maritime corridor with a naval coalition of the willing to ensure Ukrainian grain can reach foreign ports. That would alleviate the global food crisis while undermining a key element element of Russian leverage over Ukraine and its allies. 
Of course, this would be an act of war is every bit as much as any sort of no-fly zone that we talked about so much at the beginning of the war, right? Yeah, yeah, a free passage zone or whatever you called it, yeah. You'd have to have armed Navy ships from a bunch of different NATO countries telling Russian ships what they can and can't do. And then if Russian ships fire on NATO, you're at war. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, weighing that against millions of people starving, allegedly? Oh, I think it's. I think it seems to me that the argument is pretty justifiable for the rest of the world to say, hey, look, you don't get to starve hundreds of millions of people because of this illegal war. We're going to open that lane up. Get out of the way. Get. That's a game of chicken, though, obviously. Yeah, it would it would have to be an overwhelming international force. Um, but I think once that was established, the, the Russians would would never attack it. That would be suicide. One would. Hope. I mean, of course, uh, Putin's already made such just unbelievable miscalculations. It's hard to rule out anything. Uh, but that would be that would be one of the worst military moves in history. In case you didn't know, Ukraine is a leading producer of most traded foodstuffs, particularly wheat and vegetable oils. Russia has blocked virtually all Ukrainian exports by mining the Black Sea and deploying a significant naval force there, along with its occupation of the Ukrainian port cities of Mariupol and a bunch of other cities that we've heard of. Millions of tons of grain remain trapped in Odessa. It's quite amazing, really, that the world is ignoring this part of the story and allowing this to happen at this level so far. We get a lot of reports of what's happening on the ground and how cities are getting pummeled and not a lot of the mining of the sea and blocking off of the ports yet. Anyway, mm-hmm. when people start starving, I think it'll get more attention. Only a small proportion of Ukrainian foodstuffs are leaving the country right now, almost exclusively by rail traveling to Romania and Bulgarian ports. But Ukraine uses the Russian railway gauge and those nations don't requiring either the modification of the Ukrainian rail cars or time consuming unloading and reloading of goods. Cause as soon as you get to the border, you got a different kind of train track Ugh. and it doesn't work anymore. So that's not really a, uh, an answer. I think this story has legs. I don't know at what point in the war, but I think at some point there's going to be some serious talk about this. By the way, that sounds like something I would do. I would buy the wrong sort of rail car for the tracks because I would forget to check. Anyway, uh, well, in answer to your question, when people are going to start paying attention to it, it's one of the unfortunate truths of humanity. You can say, uh, if this happens, people are going to starve. Uh, people are going to starve in three months. Uh, people are going to starve next week. Uh, okay, now they're starving. They are actually starving. And the humanity will say, we must do something. But they have to be starving. I mean, it's like the throwing trillions of dollars at the economy is going to cause inflation. There's going to be rampant inflation. Everybody knows it's going to cause inflation. Okay, now there's inflation. We must do something. <laughs> I just thought right. oh, it's enough to make you cuckoo nuts. Maybe you need more relaxation time with some Netflix. Here's a new show for you called Snowflake Mountain. <laughs> Features a group of delicate, immature 20-somethings. Snowflakes who party hard, can't hold down jobs, and still live with their parents. These snowflakes, which the show defines as young people who are overly emotional, easily offended, and dramatic, are sent into the wilderness in an effort to push them into growing up. It's a reality show, if you didn't catch on. Oh, I love this. (laughs) The show premieres Wednesday, this Wednesday, tomorrow, and culminates, or is today Wednesday? Today, I guess. And culminates in an uh, outstanding cast member snagging $50,000. So, it's a new reality show featuring... 
uh, entitled Lazy Young People, and it's called Snowflake Mountain. And we'll see if it catches on on Netflix. Kind of a funny idea. It sounds awfully promising. And that that, that uh, kicks off tonight, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. Or yeah. today, or whatever. Whatever that means, it's always Be, there. Here's the best part, though. Before the competition kicked off, the snowflakes were told they were headed to a luxury resort for an all-expenses-paid party with other like-minded <laughs> 20-somethings. Instead, when they arrived in England's Lake District, they learned they are actually going to rough it in the wilderness with various things like swimming out in the middle of a freezing lake to get food from a floating raft, etc., etc. Those uh, kind of challenges. Point of order, uh, Mr. Chairman, that's kidnapping. <laughs> that's false imprisonment. <laughs> OJ tried that to get his uh, memorabilia back. It didn't go so well. <laughs> you can't just promise kids a luxury resort trip and then punish them with grueling physical and for, for prizes. That's not a thing. That's not all right. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So it's kind of grim, but how do active shooter situations usually end? Really interesting statistics coming up next hour. Latest out of Uvalde. Yeah. Armstrong and Getty. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.